You will notice that every episode of Monkeys Took My Jetpack contains an explicit tag, meaning there may be language which would be unsuitable for work or for children. This time, we mean it. You've been warned. Coming up on Monkeys Took My Jetpack. You're just in time. Time for what? Your death. What you are about to see, you must never speak of. How do we find the cast of Anyantek? Be ready. I'm going to leap anime style over the massive horde. A feeding frenzy of violence. Well, this is my day job. It sucks to be you. Adam! Hulk smash! There you go. Adam, isn't just you see scary? If he goes kamikaze on us, just let him go. I'll be back! Getting the sense that everything out here is going to be hostile toward us. There's a new sheriff in town! Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, and thanks for downloading Monkeys Took My Jetpack, issue number 74. Long time coming, but we're finally here. The last, the final episode of our Dresden Files campaign, which... You know, I think you guys are kind of at an advantage because while you know this is the final episode, (laughs) as you will hear, we didn't. But I think when you listen to this session, you will agree that it was one hell of a good way to end things. First of all, I'd like to apologize for this thing taking so long to come out. I'm going to stop predicting when issues are going to be released because... uh, It never goes the way I think it's going to go. I have no excuses. We had someone who was in this group during this campaign who has been playing with us these past few years since this ended. And due to real-life circumstance, he thought he was going to have to leave. And once all that was going on, I had no motivation to do what needed to be done to get this out to you. And uh, then... That ended up not happening, but then I got used to not working on the podcast, and real life got in the way, and then there was stuff. (laughs) So what can I say? I apologize. But here it is. I'm going to try to get better about this. I've said that before, but it really bothers me that it took this long. I didn't even realize how much time had gone by until I saw when the last issue was released, and that's just pitiful. I expect better of myself, and I certainly want to give you who have stuck by us all these years through sporadic podcasts, you deserve better. And uh, this is nothing I haven't said before. And I know you have every right to say, yeah, right, whatever, dude. But I'm going to try. It's it's really hitting me. Either put up or shut up. And I don't want to shut up, (laughs) because I enjoy the podcast, so... Uh, Oh, and the other thing was that I got a new program for editing. I used to use GarageBand, and after a while, that became less than ideal for podcast editing. Well, I upgraded to a program for the Mac called Logic Pro, which you may be familiar with. And so I will be now using that to edit my podcasts. And I am joining the ranks of many podcasters, apparently, who use that editor, so... That's pretty cool. I'm excited about that. But that's another reason why this has taken so long. I'm trying to learn this thing. So while you won't see much difference right now, you will soon. Anyway, you've waited long enough. Let's get to the session, shall we? Our cast 
as has been the case for quite some time now, is Trilobite as our magnanimous game master. What you are about to see, you must never speak of. Yours truly, Blind Geek, as David Mercury. A feeding frenzy of violence. Josh, as Ezra Kirkland. This is my day job. And Thunderstep, as Adam Dipple. Getting the sense that everything out here is going to be hostile toward us. So, without further ado, grab a cup, bottle, glass, or can of your favorite beverage. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Monkeys took my jetpack issue number 74. Flashpoint. Okay, I have now a grand total of two fate points. Excellent. As we said last time, just going to put your characters in the outer waist. Just drop you right into action here. All right, so a head count. It is Ezra, David, Iria. Is it Iria? Whatever she says it is. Okay, but basically it's us plus the Amazon. And that's it, right? Yes. You're surrounded by a blasted wasteland. Half familiar shapes. Trees, houses, the remains of buildings that look distressingly similar to those you've passed through on your way here rise out of a black and glassy plain. They look as if they're being subsumed into the smoky translucent glass. Most disturbingly, away from the narrow path that you're walking down, you can make out what might be human forms clawing upward from the glass, frozen in the act, as though some unguessable cataclysm struck them and they had just enough time to realize what was happening before they were completely vitrified. Is this the same wastelands that we met the gatekeeper the first time? Yes, it is. In a white sky, a black sun blazes down. Ezra? Yes. Checking my shotgun a couple different times. Um, we just follow the path, right? Sure. (laughs) The last time I was here, I was in a rage-soaked fugue, all right? I'm coming up blank on a smart-ass comment. All right. Yes, you were. That was your usual mindset. No, that's Uh, yours. That's true. Not anymore, though. I removed that. The path has to lead somewhere, otherwise it's just a rut in the ground. Where do these stairs go? They go up! And we have the obligatory Ghostbusters reference out of the way. You're welcome. So you were checking your shotgun repeatedly, Ezra? Yes, as though I might be nervous. Shadows seem to be flitting from one ruined, half-melting structure to another, always on the edge of sight, always keeping parallel with the group. We're not alone here, fellows. Flashback. What woke you up in the middle of the night, Ezra? What woke me up in the middle of the night? Yeah, why'd you wake up in the middle of the night back at the uh, safe house? Uh, which safe yes, house? The safe house we were in. The one that the Warden Marshal led you to. Oh, oh, her house. Yep. Okay, Coyote was flipping through Rosetta's record collection. Ah. And being noisy. So you wake up to see that, and he turns, looking back over his shoulder at you. Seriously? Seriously? 
he holds a finger up to his lips, and then with his other hand, he points up above you. Look up above me? A pair of lambent, glowing eyes staring down from the rafters. I will grab my wand, which is under my pillow, and cast up a light spell, which will turn into fire because I don't have spirit anymore. I have fire. (laughs) So this is how you discover that. This is how I find it. When a blazing three-foot torch erupts from the end of your wand, and Sasha, the Siberian lynx, runs like a scalded cat <laughs> Funny from that. where he had been staring down, doubtless contemplating your murder and consumption. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the sprinklers to go off now. So, go forward. You're carrying your shotgun, and are you wearing the hachimaki, the traditional Japanese headband with the... Uh, rising sun in the wartime incarnation with its radiating red rays and the bold kanji on it that was given to you by Rosetta? Oh, if Rosetta gave it to me, then yes. <laughs> Dave, if he goes to... kamikaze on us, just let him go. Will do. I have no idea that's the uh, kamikaze thing. I absolutely think it's Karate Kid. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect, then. <laughs> Some of her own essence, some of her own magical power has been woven into this. It's a powerful but dangerous path because it's her own aura in a way. It's connected to her as strongly, if not more so, than, say, blood or hair. That's a wizard sign of trust. While you are wearing this, you have an additional two mental stress. However, if you cast a spell that doesn't succeed by more than three shifts, that goes away. That could suck. So, David. Yes? Why were you still awake so much later when Chandler, the British warden in the boulder hat? Right. He came back from getting everyone what he called proper clothes. I was thinking about my daughter and what lies ahead for her and that I'm not there to be a part of it and becoming rather angst-ridden and annoying Mm -hmm. to myself, not to anyone else. I can't picture him whining about his problems. I was just tossing and turning. When you try to go to sleep, it never works well. Yeah. Then there is a soft knock on your door. If you're beautiful and feminine, come on in. Otherwise, I'll see you in the morning. Okay, says Iria, pushing the door open. Oh, wow, didn't did not... Well, hello. She smiles indulgently. She's carrying something in front of her, folded over her arm. You can make out dark leather and a ruff of what looks like some sort of gray silver fur, like maybe wolf fur. Oh. Pretty good so far there for you. Yeah. I did not expect it to go that way. Okay. The warden's steed, she says, and sets it down at the foot of your bed. Had this for you. Thank you. Who's steed? The Warden Steed. You might have heard Rosetta refer to one of her coterie of wardens here as Steed. I don't remember. British guy's Chandler, right? Yeah, 100%. You're sure about that. So the guy in the bowler and the umbrella is not Steed. Surprising Maybe everyone. not? Might be two bowler guys. All right, fair enough. Sorry. It's folded and it's made out of wolf fur. Did I hear that correctly? Like, yeah, like okay. dark leather and then you saw a rough of like wolf fur. She right. just set it down neatly folded at the foot of your bed. Okay, I sit up and pull the blankets around myself. Sit Iria up and... smiles. She's <laughs> in the doorway, one hand on her hip, looking curiously. 
He has something else for me, but before I put any clothes on, I wanted to see what you got. Before you put Oh, oh. <laughs> I mean... Okay, I just need to say right now, uh, if this gets to a certain point, we are going to cut away, right? I don't think we need to roleplay. That would just be odd and... Well, it's good to see that our David may be recovering slightly from a very tough couple years as thoughts of that intrude. But yes, not to worry. Thank you, because that would be just... That'd be so I've heard lying. horror stories of, of that happening in... in Come uh, on, man, you know me better than Yes, that. I do. I just be was... some line or veil or other hippie <laughs> bullshit term. Hey. For what we just called good storytelling. That's right. Knowing your players. That's right. Okay, anyway, back to the scene. Biblical. Hey. What? <laughs> yes, in a biblical way. <laughs> Lines, arrows, clouds. Anyway, go on. So, uh, so I... Re- <laughs> he starts to reach over for the thing, and as he registers what she said, it catches him off guard, and he recovers, and then he reaches for it. But there's a moment of, what? And, oh! Yes. Um, Classic double take. Yes. It unfolds heavily. It's a leather jacket. Oh, sweet. Okay, player wants this. Never mind the damn character. Holy crap, this is... Okay. It's, it's heavy, sturdily built leather jacket with uh, lease lining and fur around the collar. Okay. Wow, are we going to Siberia or something? Iria shrugs. I think it'll look good on you. Well, thank you. I... She backs out, taking one last look as if trying to sneak a peek and then closing the door. Oh. This is a vintage bomber jacket. Now he really can't Not sleep. But for a whole different reason. Not only is it just a good jacket, but she was right. You look good in it. Plus one rapport bonus. When wearing the jacket? Yep. Okay. And it also provides armor too. Okay. The Warden Steed, who insists that you call him Chandler, explains that it's something he's used in the past, and he's worked a lot of protective magic into it over the years. Okay, wait a second. When does he explain this? Some point before you guys leave. Probably okay, okay, because I'm like, that was an... He better not be like, just, by the way, hello, coming into the... <laughs> crashes I've been here all along. Yeah, exactly. I was in the closet. I was under a veil. <laughs> just roll over. He's there in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I missed opportunity. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm just as startled as you are. What the hell? I just wanted to explain about the jackets. It's all... No, so he does have some magical stuff already. He's he's worked a lot of protective spells into it over the years. Okay. So he's touched those up, as he puts it. Cool. And that's why you have the armor 2 on there. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know if a normal jacket like that would... I don't know how much armor 2 would be. Nothing. Okay. Armor 2 would be like a... Kevlar vest. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Okay, awesome. That, see, now that gives me yeah, some maybe. better perspective on this. Like, what's Harry's duster armor rating? Do we know offhand? I think it's armor four, but it's only good a couple shots. Ah. Much like how mine works. Cool. <laughs> Are you wearing that here in the Wastelands? It would be kind of impolite not to, I suppose. Okay. Then, despite <laughs> the blazing sun, it is freezing cold. All of you, as you're walking along, your breath is coming out in puffs of steam. And there's a slight crunching. The black glass is covered with a faint rime of ice. Ice-covered glass, nice and slippery. Oh, Are you yes. wearing aviator sunglasses with that bomber jacket? I can't think of a good reason to, so no. Because it would look cool, because I'm getting an idea of 40-something Bruce Willis <laughs> with the uh, receding hairline aviator sunglasses and the badass bomber jacket. <laughs> and the big fucking gun. Yeah, it looks really good on it. And it's a shame you don't smoke, either, because that would really... Yeah, champion of God over here. <laughs> I could no, probably... Go for the aviator glasses, I suppose. 
Where is Aria, the Atlantean scout, in relation to your group? I kind of picture her going on ahead, being the best warrior among us and everything. She is a scout, so I guess that would be her job, would be scouting. So I like to think she ran off ahead to scout away, and we rapidly lost track because she's very good at her job. Okay, works for me. So she's scouting ahead, and you will occasionally see her as she skylines herself, making her silhouette visible against the white sky by coming up on a ridge or the drooping, melted remnants of a house and giving a simple waving ahead motion before disappearing again. She's also been outfitted by Chandler in this very flattering urban warrior chic thing. I don't know she looks like be. something out of a film by the Wachowski brothers. Good God. So, Adam. Yes? What did you do during the night when everyone was resting up? You don't really need sleep. No. Chances are I'd be sitting down with my notebook in some out-of-the-way place. I don't know how big the safe house is. Say, like, in the corner of the kitchen, next to the mm-hmm. coffee pot, just for, <laughs> just for image's sake. Just sitting there with reading glasses perched on my nose... Pencil in my mouth, drumming my fingers, going over the notes the past couple days. Do you really need reading glasses, or is it just an affectation? I really need reading glasses because I don't know how to sculpt eyes that well. Okay, fair enough. And I was not about to have somebody <laughs> dig out my eyes to re-sculpt. No, I, was, I was legitimately curious. It seems a good enough justification to my mind, so God damn it, that's what I'm doing. Does coffee <laughs> do anything for you, or is it just a pure psychological Coffee thing? is pure psychological. That, and he likes how it tastes. He is a bit of a coffee snob even though it doesn't do a damn thing to him. (laughs) So there's this tall, whipcord, kind of hipster-looking kid who was with Rosetta and the others. He's the one that said Zasha was his familiar, prompting your friend David to say, Oh, I want a familiar. Your friend, the warrior of God. Yeah, I look up at him. He's got hollows under his eyes. He's got a big, nasty bruise on one cheek. You can see he's got, like, a bandage around one wrist. Whatever is in there is seeping through, and it's not blood. Jesus, kid, sit down. Noch, noch. I'm fine. Uh, I call bullshit. I've seen corpses look better than you. Uh, sit down. Do not talking about the corpses. Uh, okay, I sit down, but only for one coffee. I have something to show you. Fair enough. Sasha, these are guests, not treats. Stop staring at the men. It's a beautiful Blinks, cat. Jumps down almost silently onto the couch and then paces up, floats up onto the counter, looks at you intensely. I reach my hand out toward it. It cranes its neck up, sniffing. This is like a 60-pound lynx. And then touches your hand tentatively with one paw. It's a beautiful cat. Thank you. We have been through much together. He has helped me make something that I want to show you. Come, come. He picks up his mug of coffee. I go with him. Oh... He puts his hand in the small of his back. This guy looks like he's like, if he's 20, you'd be surprised. And he pushing it on his back, you hear all his vertebrae pop. So what ringer did you pass through to get here tonight? Ugh, I had to swim with dolphins. Do I even want to know? Probably not. Dolphins throw crazy sexing party. I'll take your word for it. America is land of insane people. Okay, well that... I'll agree with you 100%. With their vibrators and their fuel air explosives, and their chlorine gas and thong bikinis. See their vibrating fuel air explosives. I'm not he here. He pushes right the door to the garage open, and you see, well, a familiar sight. You recognize a workshop when you see one. I mean, it's not 
bubbling beakers and Jacob's ladders and alchemical tomes, <laughs> nor is it Professor Honeydews of any type. But there's cheap tables from Ikea with various coverings. There's sections laid out on the wall with Tupperware containers labeled different things like dried animal parts and pure earth do not contaminate and things like that. That's a decent setup here. Thank you. I organized most of this. It was my original training. Alchemy? Yes. Breaks into a grin. <laughs> That's nice to know somebody that knows Biodovich. Do you know him? Biodovich. Biodovich. Would I know him? <laughs> Give me a lore roll real quick. I got mediocre, which is zero. <laughs> it sounds sort of familiar, but mm, off the top of your head, no. No, unfortunately. I might have run into him, but I don't really remember. I'm sorry. Mm. David, I know Ezra is checking his shotgun repeatedly and nervously, having said you guys are not alone. I am walking as I often do anyway, with my hand resting on the butt of my gun. I do believe we decided it had big old sandalwood grips, didn't we? We did, because uh, I'm a sucker for the Dark Tower, and I just couldn't yep. resist. Shameless though think, it is. I think the cross charm hanging from it uh, is actually a piece of the True Cross. Yes. I thought yep. the handle was a piece of the True Cross. Uh, one uh, of them that, is. I, I can't remember yeah, which th- one it was now. I think it's the handle. Okay, so that's how you're walking along as you come to a broad circular plaza surrounded by the drooping skeletal remains of very familiar-looking buildings. You know this well. It's a great place to pick up fares. This is City Circle. It's in the center of Isla del Oro. Uh, guys, this is City Circle here. Why is this here? Reflection of the real world. Flashback. Or is the real world a reflection of the never-never? Flashback to the garage. is a reflection of the real world, Piotr is saying. He's indicating a ping-pong table that has been covered with a crushed velvet tablecloth and very carefully placed onto this are origami buildings representing most of the major structures in Iso de Oro. At the moment, he's pointing at the city circle. And picking up from there, a marble-like object looks like it's made out of polished earth. It's got some twine wrapped around it. That's a hell of a talent, I'll tell you that. Eh, he's only time. Well... He hands it over to you and picks several others up from different locations around the city. What's this? The major soil types in Isla de Oro. I know you have a strong connection with the earth. Oh, it's not like I'm an elemental or anything. He shrugs. Tomato, tomato. The twine is from various local plants native to the region. You're thinking these might correlate with uh, however many geomantic nodes or whatever the hell it is that we need to be looking for? That we are still looking for. But these are invested with the area of this place, which I believe, like me, you have come to call your homeland. Uh, It took a long time, but yeah, I consider this area home. I want you to take them. You'll see energy as you need it. He takes your hand and is trying to fold it over his own, which contains the beads. I do so. Kind of smile at him. So, you've got five of these beads here. Okay. They're one use only. You have to crush them to release the earth energy inside. Okay. But when you do that, that gives you the fragile aspect of earth-powered. Nice. Good deal. I like that. There you are, standing in City Circle, downtown plaza, or a twisted nightmare version of it. I'm having a strong sense of bujade 
It's a feeling of never being in a place before, even though you've seen it a bunch of times. Ah, I'm feeling like this is deja vu all over again. I got nothing. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let's head on inside. Wait, what makes you think we're not alone? You haven't seen the fleeting shadows trailing us? No, I didn't. I, I, I was occupied. Right. She's all the way up there. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't, I... Posterior motives. Anyway, let's head inside. Well, shouldn't we deal with this other person first? Could be person. Could be persons. Could be things. What inside are you thinking of heading to? The city circle, you said, right? Yeah, it's a big circular plaza. It's right. in the real place. It's a big open plaza. It's surrounded by some of the state and local government buildings. Oh, are there no buildings actually here? No, there are, but it's like... Dolly did a sketch of their interior supports. It's all just sort of melted, drooping, oh, skeletal okay. versions of them. There's okay. still enough to get shelter if you want to head into okay, one. Okay, I them. misunderstood exactly how literal you meant skeletal. Yeah, I wasn't explaining it clearly. Okay. I also, for some reason, and this is probably just my own picture, I thought there was a wall around this whole thing, and that might just be my own imagination on that. There are like these low wall-like benches around the thing. That might have been what you were thinking of. Didn't you say at one point there was like a gate in front of City Circle, or is that a different municipal build? Uh, municipal? Yeah. City Circle, there's the City Hall, right? and that has that big brass gate. Oh, okay, okay. I'm confusing my architecture. Okay. Which you saw in your crazy Dreamtime adventure shortly after meeting the bear. Ooh, let's look for that. Yeah, there it is. You can see those gates. There's the blackened remnant of the front of City Hall. The dome is still mostly intact, but it looks like an atom bomb went off above it and flash burned most of that away. But the gates are still fairly intact. Ezra, what the hell is with the dark reflection of our world? What do you mean? I never understood this whole never-never stuff. I mean, I understand it's fairylands and stuff like that to a certain point. Right. But the shit that we're looking at here, is this a potential future? An alternate timeline? Or is it just shit to look nasty for nasty's sake? Oh, a little of column A, a little column Z. God damn it. Look, I don't. It's magic. Yeah, and you're the wizard. Yeah, I'm not a sage. All right, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. They've been debating this kind of thing for since the time of Merlin. It's a reflection of the real world, or the real world is a reflection of it. It's hard to say. Yeah, somehow I don't think the real world's a reflection of this. Well, this looks more like somebody's nightmare. Maybe Dr. Strangelove or something. Have you been to a city council meeting? Yes, actually well, I have. Then you should understand how gruesome politics can get. I understand wanting to make the building look like this after a couple of the meetings. At any rate, we all had a vision of these gates while we were uh, tripping on Atlantean peyote. I'm inclined oh, to give him at least a once-over. These are those over gates? On, well, it's a, the, over there on the city hall gates. See? Over there. Holy sh... Ezra, this is one of those times where I wish you weren't right, because this just adds a whole new level of creepy to this place. Well, this is what I do for a living. My day job. You wonder why I coat myself in a protective layer of sarcasm and snark. Yeah. You wonder why I try to stay out of most of this shit. The life we choose. Just figured it was because you liked your books. I do like my books. Thank you very much. I think that's what I'm going to call him, by the way, next time he goes into Hulk smash mode. What? The atom bomb. <laughs> He's got an atom bomb. Motherfucking atom bomb. 22 megatons. Never seen so much fun. No? Okay, never mind. Sorry. So yeah, there you guys are. Cold wind whistling through the strange ruins. It's the only sound. 
Is this one of those things where we shouldn't be getting off the path? Look, we'll never get out of Mirkwood. We'll be fine. I was picturing more golden child Eddie Murphy. Stay on the I path. Never saw that head. movie. Alright, never mind. At any rate, no, we'll be fine. Look, we'll make our own rules. Champion of God, badass wizard, abomination unto the Lord. Yeah, fuck you. Alright. <laughs> See, I just call him Gumby. You're just mean. There's that protective layer again. <laughs> Either Gumby or Clay Pigeon. Yeah, no. Moving on. <laughs> Let's not talk Veto. about Vince Vaughn movies. Or Clay Aiken. Can you even see movies, dude? I'm just curious. If I sit in the front row or away from the projector, I'm fine. Can you do, like, any of the 3D films or anything? Why would I want to? Well, okay. no, I'm just curious. Do, like, glasses melt since they're technology? I love this philosophical stuff, but we're standing here freezing cold in the middle of a damn plaza with someone, potentially, or something, following us. I would kind of like to get inside or something, and once we have gotten rid of this person or persons unknown, we can discuss wizard lifestyle till the cows living? come home. I will discuss the ramifications for ages. But- Adam, give me an alertness roll to answer that question. All right. Plus one. You do see movement almost behind you. Hmm. Well, at least it isn't like the chompy thingies that were in that one bone tunnel. That was fun. It resolves itself into Aria, who steps out of the ruins. She deliberately scuffs her boot on some of the ice, making a crunching noise. Oh, point at anything? She nods and points toward the gates. Very quietly, she says, The tall man... And she's making some gestures with her hands also to illustrate what she's talking about. She holds her hand up taller than she is. It'd be like about seven feet. Gatekeeper's tall. Wicked tall. Crazy tall. I was going to say, that sounds like the guy. Rogue, Where was he? Purple cow. She points toward the gates of City Hall again. Right where On the I other headed. side there. Very good. I, I believe will. he saw me, but he did not react. I will knock on the gates. Just marching right up? Yeah, just marching up and knock, knock, knock politely. Boom, boom, boom on the big brass gates, and they slowly swing inward. Oh, nobody here, Archer. Let's be on our way, (laughs) says David. Go right ahead, C-3PO. I go marching in. And standing just inside the doors is a tremendously tall, slender fellow. He's at least seven feet. Wearing a plain robe with a cowl that shadows his face. You can see the glint of one eye. It's clearly artificial, the way it's catching the light. Maybe metal or quicksilver or something. You're just in time, he says. In time for what? Your death! <laughs> the pathway to the outer gates will not be open long. Well, I guess we have our answer, gentlemen. All right. Which way? Follow me. And he sets off at a surprisingly rapid pace. With long legs. Trying to keep up with the new bull. He leads you off the path you'd been following into a rough and tortured landscape. The glass has formed into lava-like ropes around here, draping itself over structures and here and there glimpsed in the shadowy depths, bodies. Can I ask what the hell this place is a representation of? Adam's asking that as he's running. I think you, who have such a connection to the path and have seen so much destruction, would know. I was hoping it wouldn't be that. Hope is a powerful force, he says. Down here, he leads you to a set of steps that twist and spiral downward into a fathomless blackness. All right. So this will lead to it? He 
doesn't respond, but instead is not really running. There's nothing undignified or scuttling about his movements, but moving Striding. very swiftly. Yes, with a distance-eating lope down the steps. Oh, shit. Keep up. <laughs> this leads down into a very familiar catacombs. He holds one hand up to his lips. Nod. In taking you through twists and turns in this tunnel complex slash charnel house, a seemingly endless journey of random lefts and rights finally leads you to a set of steps leading up, identical in every aspect to those that you just descended. Shrug and follow. <laughs> you can feel a cold wind coming down from above, and there's a mist pouring down as well. At the level where this begins condensing on the walls into a layer of ice, which is dripping down, he turns and stops. Who's in the lead? Probably me. Yeah. yeah. You don't all have to agree. <laughs> <laughs> what you are about to see, you must never speak of. Okay. I right. demand your oath. He holds out the staff toward each of you. I swear by the God of Abraham that I shall not speak of what we are about to see. Your oath is noted and accepted. I swear upon my power. Secret is safe. Your oath is noted and accepted. I so swear. Noted. And accepted. I like the uncertain pause there. Up the final steps and into a riotous tumult. Armored figures are running in all directions, seemingly without any plan. Screaming. Weapons are being brandished. The sky boils with winged figures overhead. And... Ezra, you can feel just bolts of raw energy flying back and forth all over here. Amid the dim of screaming more or less human voices, you can hear inhuman sounds. Roaring and, and gnashing and terrible squeals. What? Good party. Yeah. Where the hell are we? What's, the fall? What's going on? What is all this? Our first defense. Our last defense. The Winter Court holds the outer gates. Oh, shit, they ain't gonna be happy to see me. We've probably got more important things right now. You have to shout to be heard over the din of battle around you. Well, if they're fighting to hold it back, why don't we join in? He shakes his head. Your task is more important. Do you still mean to do what you have sworn? Iria immediately nods. Yes. 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 Then with me. This is a lull in the battle, and we can take advantage of it. The lull? You haven't seen real warfare, have you, Ezra? No, no, I haven't. Now, you are having to shout to be understood. <laughs> yeah, the figures running around you are tall and possessed of a cruel beauty. White, alabaster skin, sharp, angled faces, pointed ears in most cases. They are dressed in beautifully, elaborately crafted mail and armor of overlapping plates and scales, what looks like opalescent metallic ice, armed with all manner of archaic weapons. As the gatekeeper takes you through it, you can discern a sort of flow to the chaos. You're headed mostly in the same direction as most of the soldiers seem to be. Be ready, he calls out. And then you are suddenly in the open between the two warring armies. It extends off as far as you can see in both directions. On one side, a line fairly well organized despite the earlier appearance. 
that goes back into row upon row upon row of these fey creatures. On the other side, a boiling mass of monstrosities brought forth from every fevered nightmare of mankind. Oh, I know which way I'm charging. So you're charging? Well, he said be ready, and then the lull dropped, so I'm assuming that's where we're going. Okay. If you're charging, then give me an alertness roll. Plus two. Okay. That's Adam. What's the plan here again? (laughs) Adam just started... (laughs) That's your question, as Adam goes charging toward the line of monsters. Alertness rolls all around. They're coming out of the gate. We want to go through the gate, right? Past the outer gate. Theoretically. Hey. All right, I got four pluses. Nice. Wow. I, on, I wish I could do that on spellcasting. Ah, uh, that gives me a seven. Okay. And David. The dice are giving me literally nothing. <laughs> so what's that give you? Total? I got four blanks. Uh, my alertness is good plus three. Three. Okay. So I've got from Ezra was it something ridiculous like a seven? Right. Okay. From Adam a four. Two actually. Thank you. So, first off, this big fellow who Ezra claims is someone named the Gatekeeper or something, right? The guy he was going all fanboy about a while back. He raises his staff. A comet of sparkling iridescent energy flies forth from it. Where motes from it drift down, the monstrosities fall back, smoking in places. And this creates a kind of path already starting to close in as you see it. But at the far end of that, you can see some sort of huge semicircular structure. You can hear him as he shouts out, To the gates! So, Ezra. Oh, this is any number of zones that you want. But there is the aspect here of Path to the Gates. It's not uh, clear enough to just go strolling down it, but there you are. How many zones is the gate from here? I'm going to say it's three zones. Okay. I'm activating my go-go boots. Mm-hmm. Gravity is my bitch, and I'm going to leap, anime style, over the massive horde. <laughs> so was athletics? Athletics, yep. What's the difficulty to go those extra zones? Just because of the monsters that are grabbing at you and everything else, I'm going to say difficulty four. All right. I got a three already with athletics. Okay, that puts it to a two. So a four will make it? Four will make it. All right. I'm going to tag the free tag on gravity is my bitch. Bring okay. it to a four. And right. I, yeah, just anime leap up. I'll meet you guys there. And I very well might grab the end of my cape while I'm doing it. Yes. <laughs> Show off! God. He's doing the Batman thing again. Uh, nobody can hear me. Never mind. I may or may not have shouted up, up, and away when I did it. I think all they heard was, I'll see you guys there! That is what I made those boots to do, and that's the first time I got to do it. So, yeah. Awesome. David. Not being able to do the grandiose thing that he just did, I'll draw my gun and stride purposefully down the path. Are you humming mm-hmm. onward Christian soldiers while you hit? No, I'm not. Slavering hordes of nightmare beasts are closing in on you from then, every direction. All right, I'm going to start shooting at them indiscriminately. Right. Sounds like uh, you're taking your free move here, moving one zone, and that sounds to me like a weapons attack. It sounds like it because that's what it is. Again, 
nothing because things canceled out. It really doesn't like you, does it? Oh, I don't mind. My guns is already at plus five, and I would say this is going... Well, I'm not really protecting the innocent. I'm just trying to get through, so I don't know if it's using it for its true purpose. I'll go with the plus five because I'm not really interested in spending fate points for this if I don't have to. Actually, I'm going to free tag an aspect which has not been named, but which I'm wondering is there, since you've mentioned it several times in the description, and that is the Unrushing Horde. Yes. So I'm going to say because there are so many of them, it's nearly impossible to miss with this thing. So I'm going to add the plus two, so that makes it plus seven. Wow. Okay. That's seven there. I'm going to treat that as your defense. To streamline things, I'm going to treat this nightmarish army as a hazard, an aspect of the environment. That means every exchange, you're looking at a four-shift attack coming at you. That would be a four-shift and weapon four attack. Okay. But taking this kind of proactive attack will act as your defense, that sort of thing. So... With seven successes, I'm going to say that you generate a fragile aspect here. What is it? Something that's useful to you or your allies. <laughs> Stay out of my fucking way. I'm an American badass! Awesome. <laughs> and I need some sort of description, because this just sounds too awesome. Okay, as the horde is rushing toward me, I start firing indiscriminately, and with each shot... A mini rocket of death shoots into the horde, and bodies are falling in my wake, and the bodies are being trampled by the remaining oncoming hordes, and uh, it's sort of a feeding frenzy of violence. Are they falling one upon the other, tearing some of their own number to pieces? Yes. In their eagerness to reach you? Yes, they are. Excellent. In fact, one of them who is doing that is the next one to get shot. Nice. And I shout, Adam! Hulk smash! Fuck off! Or <laughs> that? I'm not so much doing Hulk smash as I am going into offensive tackle mode. I am dropping my shoulder and charging. Hmm. Might even be tagging the aspect of Path to the Gates. Pretty much. Okay. What I'm basically, oh, damn, I, I am, we had that aspect. <laughs> yeah, I am making a literal path to the gates, and I am doing this with brute might. I am going to plow my way through, come hell or high water. Okay, give me a roll here. You're looking over coming four shifts, basically difficulty four for whatever you're trying to do, and it's this, three zones. All right, this is where things get a little bit insane. I just want to check this by you. All right. May boost any all physical skills up to plus six. My might is at plus six, so if I boost it, would it be at plus 12? Yes, it would. Guess what I'm doing. Holy mother of God. Okay, you are destroying your body, but turning yourself into a inhuman bulldozer. Yeah, granted I'm taking a six stress hit on that, but... We ought and... to call that aspect clobber in time. <laughs> Steamroller! All right, um... <laughs> Yeah, the dice gave me two pluses, two minuses, so I'm at plus 12. Wow. You know it's a good game when you get a Ghostbusters and a Strange Brew reference in the same session. <laughs> so you also are generating an aspect here, because you're putting some spin on this whole thing. Give me an aspect. Steamroller. Okay. <laughs> Love it. I.e., if they're not getting flung up out of my way, they're getting trampled flat. Uriah is sprinting along beside you like a gazelle as one of the creatures lashes out 
with something that resembles a cross between a living chainsaw and a praying mantis's pincers. She ducks, slices its legs out from underneath it with her spear, and then as you knock one down, she jabs the spear into it on her way over, keeping your flanks clear of the enemy as they're trying to press in closer to you, despite or perhaps because of the effectiveness of your Blitzkrieg. (laughs) So we're back up to Ezra. Oh, Ezra, all alone before the outer gates. What's the air around me like? Am I an immediate threat? Are are the monsters coming at me? Are they concentrating on the two guys, one girl down there? The battle is very, very far away. You're in a reddish blackness. I'm up near that dome structure that Rashid pointed to. Okay. Standing before you is a semicircular structure, like a big disc. Oh, okay. Made of some sort of crystal. It has glyphs and structures in it that as you look at them, you can feel them trying to crawl into your eyes. Ain't got time to deal with that right yet. So I'm not in any notable immediate danger, and I can still see my friends down there? Yeah, tiny little specks way down there trying to make their way toward you. Okay, no problem. I think David's the one that needs the most help right now, so I'm going to summon up some friendly earth magic here. Mm -hmm. Five shift, which ain't nothing really bad for me. I want to put a three shift block around David, and then two shifts for a duration of three exchanges. Mm -hmm. Basically, Mm -hmm. what I'm going to have, using gravity and earth, I've still got some gravity help right now, I'm going to rip chunks of stone and rock out of the earth and put them in a fast orbit whirling around him, blocking any incoming attacks. Nice. That's the plan. Okay, give me your roll, and you want to beat your target by at least three so that you can keep those two mental stress. Right. Discipline is five. Difficulty five, so I need a three. Well, there's a big old nothing. Yep, I'll spend two fate points. I'll tag gravity as my bitch again, and I will grab friends in low places. <laughs> I gotta help my buddy Dave. He's lost without me. Yes. So now, yeah, uh, three block against anything coming at David. If they get through it, though, it goes away. Okay. And it'll last for three exchanges. Go, Dave, go. So, David, a serrapating pile of flesh studded with flexible, venomous spikes towers up before you, bearing down around you, just as the stones and very earth themselves leap up to your defense. Oh, sweet. Whirling around you knocking the thing back and taking chunks out of its flesh. Thanks to your friend Ezra, you now have a three block against anything trying to attack you. I'm going to treat that as, you know how you've got difficulty four really to try to do anything, and if you don't beat that, you take damage? Right. Because of what's going on? I'm going to treat that as taking that difficulty down to one. But if you fuck up, if you fail something, then this nice orbiting shield you've got is going to go away. Okay. Just because it'll annoy Ezra. Mm-hmm. It might even annoy Josh, which makes it more fun. I don't recognize this as being from Ezra. I'm thinking I'm in the zone. So <laughs> Dave goes, Thank you, Lord! Thank you! And continues. Well, he works in mysterious ways. <laughs> I just pictured Ezra shouting, You're welcome! <laughs> You're welcome, my son! <laughs> so what are you doing? I am continuing toward the gate. And continuing my battle. Okay, I got plus two. My gun's at superb. So that's plus seven again. And I'm going to tag his path to the gate aspect. Ah, okay. 
So because this was his aspect, if it's all right with Thunderstep, I'll incorporate Adam into the narrative a bit. Go right. ahead. So as I'm walking through, there's a minotaur that yes. jumps from the group and tackles me and almost sends me to the ground, but Adam comes along and just wham and gives like a kick that sends him flying into the rush of demonic creatures, and I continue on my way. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Adam... Yeah. Steamroller's been working well so far. Oh, was that a free tag or was that a fate point? You were tagging Steamroller. That's the first time it's been done, so free tag. Okay. All right, well... And that one's gone. All right, I'm going to keep on charging. Are you inflicting more stress on yourself to do this? Did I take your free tag, man? I'm sorry. I didn't know... No, 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 no. Don't don't even worry about it. Okay. No, the initial charge... I take it I can't keep that plus six. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. All right, no, I'm not going to inflict additional stress on myself because I don't want to rip myself up too bad before I take on the thing I'm here to kill. Mm-hmm. That still leaves me at plus six for might. I just hope the dice will be nice to me. So, yeah, I'm just going to keep on plowing through. I've not found fudge dice to be forgiving, I know. <sighs> plus seven. Well, you're only looking at difficulty four, so give me a bit of narration for this. The momentum overall has slowed a little bit just from the sheer press of these inhuman otherworldly bodies, and it's become a little bit less of a linebacker charge and more of a grab and throw. Since they're in the way, they're getting moved. Basically, like some big tentacled horde jumps up in front of them, Adam just reaches forward, grabs the thing by what he thinks is its lips... (laughs) Swings it around, throws it, and then moves on to the next one, and just keeps moving forward, doing his best not to slow down anymore. Iria is moving with you, when you are swinging a creature in one direction, she's lashing out with her spear in another. As you reach out to grab something, she's tripping it up so that you can get a hold of it. The two of you moving along in a rapid tornado of destruction moving toward your distant friend and the looming gates. Cool. Ezra, here you are. Your friends are drawing rapidly nearer. One more exchange, and they should be here. I'm going to uh, do a maneuver. I'm going to place a aspect on the scene on them. Mm-hmm. I'm only going to make it a three shift to do it, so I can make that roll better. Won't last for an exchange, but it's going to be it's a air evocation called Wind at My Back. Mm-hmm. I blow them here faster. So I need a three or a six to keep the The part of Princess Zephyr tonight will be played by Josh. (laughs) God damn it, you jinxed him too. Yeah, good job. I'm putting on my last fate points here. I'm down to one. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Friends in low places again, still tagging. Okay, works. Helping out my buddies. So yeah, big gust of wind behind them. Blowing them here wind at my back. Okay. Done and done. That takes us to David. You can see them now, the gates. This huge, fractured, crystalline disc. Come on! Falling and almost alive. The tiny voice of Ezra calling out from the <laughs> okay. immensity below them. By the power of the God of the Old Testament, I command the Red Sea to depart! Nice. Minute there, I thought he was going to say, by the power of Grayskull. I was just waiting no. for it. Can I make this a conviction thing? Yes, you okay. can. This is kind of bending the mechanics a bit. That's but fine. I'm willing to do that here. That starts at plus six. Of course. Plus six! God damn it. Two pluses and two minuses. 
What's wrong with plus six? Oh, nothing. I just get annoyed that the dice like to roll minuses for some reason. I guess I should be thankful that they canceled those minuses out with pluses. Anyway. You stumble out of the howling mass across a vast immensity in an instant to stand in a blood-red darkness beneath this shattered crystal disc next to the wizard. Adam. The wizard? The wizard. <laughs> Behold the wizard. I was thinking Tom T-Bone Stankus myself. Oh, well, never mind. Is there anything up above, or just a void of inky blackness? Not really a void so much as a heaven chock full of nightmares. A swooping <laughs> thing that is not a decaying human corpse, but also not a dragonfly, though it has the worst elements of both, swoops down to try to take out your eyes with something like translucent meat hooks. Mm, not big enough. Because the chain and hook are coming out, I'm going to aim it up. Hopefully, Iria won't punch me in the crotch. Let me tell you what I'm planning. I want to hook something big enough, grab Iria by the waist, and pull a Tarzan swing over the rest. Sounds like you're compelling the chock-full-of-monsters aspect. Might as well use or it for me. Invoking it for effect here. So give yeah. me a fate point, and we can pretty much call that done. All right, you got it. Down five. Lightning fast, as though the two of you planned it, she grabs hold of you, whips her spear around, severing a tentacle that was just starting to get a hold of your waist. It remains, though severed, holding onto you with a ring of human mouths around one end. Cute. And something, a kind of cloud, veering and swooping, crashes out of control, skidding you across a flat, smooth, blood-warm surface to stand beside your friends. No time to look. Let's go through the gate before they turn around and decide to come after us. This we now do. <laughs> the gatekeeper, standing below this thing, it's made out of uh, well, where do you living, come from? living crystal. You can see threads and rivers of unhealthy color pulsing within it. Things like glyphs, but also like microorganisms seen through a electron microscope squirm and crawl around. They're predatory or maybe cannibalistic. They're eating each other and forming new shapes. He stands before a fissure in this, out of which comes a silence, an absence of wind or color or anything. Go pelting up to him. How did you get here? I have always been here. I know, but we had to fight our way through monsters. Yes. Ah, right. Don't, don't, what? Ah, like, like you understand what he's talking about. What? We can argue philosophy later, all right? It's a wizard I, thing. Oh, I'll God. ask him about the 3D glasses later, all right? Come on. Perhaps not. These are the outer gates, the boundary of all that is real. When you pass beyond them, None who have gone beyond have ever returned. Oh, shit. Gotta be a first for everything. That's he right. steps out of the way. Worth it if that some bitch dies. No more nightmares for kids. No more pain. Adam, there's always gonna be pain. Yeah, but there's one less asshole who's gonna be causing it. You guys are cheery bird. There's a new sheriff in town. Yippee-ki-yay! <laughs> Motherfucker. So David's left standing there. Yeah, I had a moment of pause with my kid. Ah. But... You know what? I got God on my side. Right. Stepping through. 
stepping out with a star. Adam, for you, there's no difficulty. You slip through this fracture in reality into the space beyond the universe without incident or problem. Take a fate point for Ultimate Outsider. Okay. I was about to say, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Well, you're getting a fate point for it. Yeah. Unless you want to turn that down. No, I'll take the fate point for it. I have no problem with that. It makes sense. David. Yes? You can't get through. Your cross is in the way. The one you carry with you everywhere? Oh, the metaphorical cross. Well, how do you deal with a metaphorical cross blocking your way? Looking back to see it. I mean, you're holding it, you're carrying it on your back. And back there, you can see in a meadow, the one that's near the house on the island, you can see Annie looking in your direction. Hmm. I'll be back! I promise! Mm-hmm. Well, I'm thinking if I drop the cross, I'm abandoning my calling. If I feel it on my back, can I lift it? Yes, of course. Okay, then I You've lift been it. carrying it along. Yeah, okay, I lift it, I throw it in after me. You'd have to leave it behind. You can't get through with this thing. Well, no, but if I turn it... Gotcha. Yeah. So you're you're struggling with this thing. Yes. Ezra. Psst, hey, kid. Coyote. Hey. A pair of furry ears poke up from a heretofore unseen crack in the floor. Coyote, what are you doing here? Hey. Yeah. A smallish, timid-looking coyote head pops up from the little seam. You, uh, you sure about this? Coyote, if I was sure about things, I wouldn't be in the predicament I am right now. So let's say I'm as sure as I am about anything, which is to say, sort of. Okay. Well, I'll do what I can for your friends on the island. Thank you. And, uh, don't worry. I'll take good care of your kid. My what? No problem. Come again? No, wait, what? He's already sinking back down, but you can faintly hear, Well, that's what happens if you don't wear a bag. Birds and bees, kid. <laughs> Standing there blinking a bit, like, I... What? Come again? <laughs> it sucks to be you. <laughs> To steal a phrase that described Frank and Sadie Doyle, fewer people on Earth less qualified or less interested in raising children. <laughs> what? Well, fortunately, it sounds like someone's taking care of that for you. Oh, that's good. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong with that? Coyote raising my unknown child. So, David, you are turning your cross sideways, it sounds like. Yes. And struggling through the rift with it. Yes. All right. Here you are, the three of you. Standing on some sort of spongy surface, porous and a weird kind of purple color. It has waves of blue and orange moving through it, kind of washing back and forth. There's a sound around you, a uh, surisation, a rhythmic, like a heartbeat, perhaps. Structures rear up all around you swollen and grotesque, like tumors designed for thousands of people to live in. They're connected by branching skyways like decaying ligament, and creatures with diaphanous wings and long, plated bodies are swarming back and forth. It's they that provide most of the illumination. They're roosting by the thousands, if not millions, in the pores and orifices and sores that this city is replete with. And uh, they're glowing with a kind of a fungus glow, the color of decay and swamps. 
Otherwise, the place is dark. It's domed over with some sort of semi-translucent, bruise-colored material. Curiouser and curiouser. Let me know when the mad piping begins. Ezra's busy counting on his fingers something, like he's trying to remember something. It's been a few months, let me think. <laughs> Ezra, Ezra! What, what? Can huh? we focus, please? I'm apparently, All no, right. I can't. Hold on, what? I don't have that now, many things to go... Oh. How do we find the cast of Anyon Techno? You have the tracker. You have the tracker. I get the feeling that a lot of it's, it's going to take some bit to focus it together Adam, here. you are slowly sinking. You want to keep moving. Are, you seem to be uh, growing are shorter. Are we all sinking, or me in particular? You're sinking faster than the others. Something, an unpleasant yellow and fever warm, with small things writhing inside of it, is rising up from the porous, spongy floor around your feet. Thinking in a plus pit. Doesn't yeah. feel like rock. No kidding, genius. I'm gonna fire a shot into this. Really? <laughs> Did that work for Han? Did that turn out okay? <laughs> There's so a I'm standing there, like, just like up Thank there. You. Like, what? So give me a weapons roll as bundles of blister colored tendrils shoot forth from the surrounding structure, attempting to surround your gun hand and gun. Okay. Are we in a new scene? Yes, new scene. Looking at a difficulty five here. I am at my natural rating, which is six. No, weapons. Wait. You meant gun, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, a firearm is a weapon, and I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Probably more of the latter than the former here. Well, isn't guns a separate skill? It is. That's why I was... It is. It is. It just has been ingrained into me to call it a weapon and not a gun. Peace or weapon, Charlie. Never a gun. Five. Exactly. Yeah. Five versus five. Because this has a weapons roll oh. or a weapon value, you come out on top. What's the weapon rating of Three. the Zeti Special? That would be tree, man. So, shower of pus and decaying flesh and small writhing things that unpleasantly resemble the human form. The tendrils with a shriek withdraw back those that haven't just dropped down to the ground and split open into this vile yellow fluid. Oh, good. I look at Ezra. There you go. Han shot first. Let's keep moving quickly before the pus monsters gather. (laughs) Yeah. When he says, there you go, and as you're speaking, a thick bowl of this same material is forcing its way upward and fans open at the top revealing ragged, nail-like claws and then opening the size of your head. What the hell? It's the sarlacc. Oh, uh, like a sarlacc on the end of a tendril. Oh, okay. It's making a grab for you, Ezra. <laughs> Why are you grabbing for him? I'm the one you want. Duck and dive out of the way. Okay, give me your defense. Athletics, duck and cover. lucky here. Ah, you're only looking at a four. Yeah, that's a six. Wow. Squirrely. I am squirrely. The long, translucent claws, like ragged nails around the edge of an unhealthy palm frond, bury themselves deeply in the porous floor, which is actively pulling you in and down, David. What the hell it is? Um, Or excuse me, Adam. I'm going to need a might roll or whatever else you want to do here, but it's pulling you down with a might roll of nine. 
Jeez. Now would have been the time to do that plus six thing. Yeah, I know. See, the problem is, is that if I do that again, I would take another six stress hit. Since that box is already checked, it would go up to seven, right? That is correct. If only you had some sort of source of extra power with you. Yeah, I know. All right, I pull out one of the packets, crush it in my hand, and let the power of the earth surge through my body. Mark that down. You've got four of those left, and you have the fragile aspect earth power. Okay. So, yeah, I'll use that toe. I'm not doing the stress damage. Not now. Again, I want to try to stay somewhat intact. Six. Eight. The surface pulls back away from you, as if scalded in places as you crush the packet and the earth energy flows through you, but you're still up to your waist in this stuff now, and it's still pulling you down with peristaltic swallowing motions. You got an eight versus its nine. Hmm. You know what? I've used offense as my defense so many times. Why stop now? The thing is basically swallowing me, right? Yep. Or trying to. All right. Gripping the hook in my hand, I figured, hey, the gullet's below me. I'm jamming straight down. See if I can hook onto, like, some type of bit of anatomy that would make sense and yank up. Okay. You're being pulled down, so you're jabbing the hook down and then pulling up? Yeah. Which I know is that be the smartest thing to do. I have a hard time seeing how that's going to help you. Yeah, it's not going to do a goddamn thing. It's not like I can go fishing for this thing. Got to jab it in the throat of whatever's pulling Actually, down. Well, no, no, no. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. You said that there is a dome ceiling up above. Mm-hmm. Weird pustule-like ceiling. Yeah, not to mention disgusting tumor structures all over the place. Oh, wonderful. I'd launch the hook straight up then. Okay. And do that and try to haul myself out. So, what are you tagging or using here? Okay, uh, in this case, I am going to tag... Could I tag a scene thing if I make a lucky guess? Uh, you don't have to make a lucky guess. I don't play the code phrase matching game that I've heard some people do. If there's something that you think would give you a situational advantage, you're almost certainly correct. Tumorous bypasses. Sure. So yes, I will tag that to give me the additional plus two to beat the nine. Okay. I will take your fate point, nom nom nom. Alright. Iria, who is jabbing out at this cobra, palm frond, dead man's hand thing that was trying to get Ezra, she's barely keeping it at bay, shouts, Kirkland is right, we must keep moving! I never get tired of hearing that phrase. Kirkland is right. Let's keep moving? Yes. Getting the sense that everything out here is going to be hostile toward us. <laughs> you think so? Castellanantic's private little lair? Yeah, that could be. Are we sure that this is its lair, or this is just the environment reacting to something completely hostile and poor? Oh, just, I don't know if we're really in a... Oh, that, oh, that I'm around for Yeah, I thought we were in a round as well. I'm I was waiting, for, okay. I was waiting for you to say, all right, so-and-so. Nope. Last time yes, I was we... attacked by an evil palm plant. Yes, you absolutely were. Tell you what, we can do it that way. I think we started with David, then we went with Ezra, and then Adam, mm-hmm. and Iria. So, David. Okay, I'm... Okay, now, what, what happened to that? The thing had come out? Yeah, a whole mass of tiny tendrils came out from, like, everywhere. Right. To try to encircle your hand and arm, and when you fired, it just blew them apart into gross stuff. <laughs> okay, um, then I'm going to 
going to try to help Adam, who is dangling from a ropey mass of bruised-looking tissue overhead. How far up is he? You could easily jump up and grab his boots. Okay, I was actually thinking more of shooting the thing that is... Yeah, no, don't. By all means, oh, just come let on. me know how high up he is. I just got out of that spongy shit, and you want to make me fall right back into it? Yeah, because that's better than what you're where you're at right now. Don't have a lot of time to talk. Is there any ground that is not spongy shit? No, it's all this hideous stuff. Wait, no. Over there is something that looks an awful lot like an unhealthy scab. David, would you mind if I just swang over there? Fine. And what's happening with Ezra again? I'm getting ready to leave. Okay, so that's you guys' exchange. Ezra. Ezra was right. I am running. Come hey. on, guys! Swing! Swing! Anywhere in particular, would you like, for example, to make a declaration about the environment? I am looking for solid ground. Or at least somewhat solid ground. Like maybe a little plateau or outcropping of, say, giant raw bone. Sure. Give me a successful alertness roll, and we'll call it found. Or not. (laughs) Shit. That's a zero. So I am just moving away, ostensibly in the general direction of the city. Trying to keep a low profile, but, you know, definitely away from here and towards there. Deeper into the city, as it were. Yeah. yeah. I, I so somehow had a head in my edge, an image in my head that it was the city was in the distance. No problem. Deeper into the city. Works. So you're on the move, Adam. Um, Assuming they'll follow behind me. Yep. Pure faith. Oh, fuck it. I'm following the wizard. At least he has some kind of inkling as to what the hell's going on. So, yeah, I'll go ahead and Tarzan swing and then yank my hook out as best as I can. Keep running. Okay. Mmm. Give me... Man, I'm gonna call this an athletics roll. Yeah, that's what I was afraid of. Alright. This may either be extremely graceful or crash and burn. Two pluses, two minuses, which leaves my athletics at good. Plus three. Ahead you can see an outcropping of raw bone. Riddled through with uh, tiny holes and crawling with those long-bodied, winged creatures, but fairly solid-looking. Ezra is headed more or less in that direction. It doesn't look like he sees it because it's above him and sheltered by a grove of carcinoma trees. Delightful place. Yeah, there's a lovely (laughs) mental image. Ezra, head for the bone! What? Bone! Bone? And it sounds like you're landing on this? That's what I'm shooting for. Okay. Sending up a swarm of these chittering things, which settle peacefully down around and on you. Long as nobody bites. They don't even have mouths. Oh, weird. Iria comes up beside you, Ezra, and points upward toward where the golem swung. You're looking through carcinoma trees to see it, but you can just make out some sort of whitish ledge with these uh, insect-like things swarming around it. Good scout, scout. David. Well, shooting at the floor worked pretty well last time. I'm going to go ahead and, while I'm on the move, or trying to be, 
shooting as you're running. Sounds like you're shooting at the floor, you said? Yep. Okay. Actually, before I... Mm-hmm. You said there's like a, a patch that's like an uh, unhealthy scab? Yeah, you can see it just there off to your left, like maybe ten feet away. Now, realizing that everything's relative, compared to everything else around us, is the unhealthy scab actually looking the healthiest of... <laughs> well, that's up to you, <laughs> but it does look sort of more solid. It's okay. brownish-yellow, has wiry hairs sticking up out of it. <laughs> more solid than the bone? Or did I miss something? <laughs> well, I just don't want to accidentally be... Yeah, I'm not going to do that. I was going to shoot at the scab, but I'm not going to do that because that sounds... Oh, God! Okay, so you shift so your target rapidly. Take the scab! What have you... <laughs> you shift your target rapidly to fire at... The floor. No, I never... Okay. I, I didn't move my target. I was just thinking about it, but I got a minus one on my roll, so that's uh, four. Shit, and what do I need to... Five, don't I? No, nothing at the moment. You're running and there's like loops of flesh and stuff okay. like that coming up in your wake. Okay. But four, so that's what? Weapons three, if I remember correctly. Yep. yep. This blows a huge, gaping crater in the floor. It sloshes unpleasantly spattering fluids upward from its center and creating a deep pit into some sort of pulsing webbed understructure with big cavities in it. And when I say cavities, I mean like tooth cavities. Yeah. <laughs> like caves made of dental decay. Yummy! Yeah, this is like... I don't even know what the hell this is like. Ezra. Yep. What you doing? I am moving towards the outcropping where uh, Adam is. Okay, so you're at the base of this tumescent structure, and yeah. there's an outcropping of bone. Yeah, I chose that word on purpose. There's an outcropping of bone just, like, jutting out of it. The golem is on top of there. These segmented winged things are just kind of settled on him, all cozied up and sort of friendly-like. Adam, what are those things on you? I don't know, but they don't have mouths and they're not biting. They're the first thing in here that hasn't tried to actively kill me. I suppose. You can stay off of me, thank you very much. I might take one home as a pet. He's about 12 feet above you. You're standing still and already starting uh, to sink, and you can hear a slithering Oh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I, th I thought I was on the outcropping. Okay, I'm climbing up to the outcropping to where he is. Okay. I'll okay we can assume I was chatting with that, that inner character while I'm climbing. Works. I'll need an athletics roll. The net zero, which brings it to three. Okay, making your way up. Can I lower my chain and hook down to help him? Oh, yes, of course. Thank you. Climb, climb, climb. <laughs> I don't know why I was half expecting. I shove it away. <laughs> You're up on this thing, and uh, these creatures that are about as long as your middle finger, jointed and segmented like one. Mm -hmm. Covered in something a lot like sunburned human skin with a random collection of diaphanous wings. These things are buzzing angrily around you, swatting at your face, getting tangled in your hair, all trying ah. to climb up in your robe and stuff. Robe? Yeah, you were wearing your uh, 
you were talking earlier about holding the edges of your my, robe. My, I thought you were wearing the cloak? or excuse me, your cloak, your uh, your warden cloak. Yeah, okay, there. Not your robe, sorry. Well, yeah, a, your smoking jacket. I, I'm not. I'm not that old of a wizard. <laughs> no, trying to climb up inside your warden. I, I would have gotten dressed when I came out here. Ah, once I get up on stable footing, I am going to flap my arms around trying to get the damn things off me. Okay, Adam. Where to next, Edra? Where's David? Down there on the floor, you can see he's just blown a huge, gaping hole in the ground, floor, lower surface, whatever, leading to some sort again. of unpleasant, cavernous understructure. Where's Aria? She is just reaching the bottom of your hook. All right, make sure it's still there for her, then. <laughs> mm-hmm. If I gotta help reel her in, I will. Oh, no, she doesn't need the help. She can clamber up just as easily as Ezra, if not more so. So what you doing? All right. Dave! Cheering David on. Yeah. Sure. Go, David, go! Works for me. Iria comes up alongside and is also, like, swatting at these things. I want to make a resources roll to see if I've got a can of beet on me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes, we don't need to wait for your turn for that. Go for it. I really hadn't done anything on my turn yet, so... Yeah. That will be my turn, is digging through my pack and looking for the can of off. Okay. That's a two. Yes, you've got one. I'm yep. spraying myself thoroughly. I don't know if it'll work, but it'll make me feel better. The fog of chemicals at least seems to drive them away. I'll look to Aria. Want some? Just hand holding so... it out with an expectant look on her, my face. Ezra, between you and Aria, you two know the most about the Castanon Yantic. That's scary. So, David, what you doing? The crater that opened up, is it between me and where I want to be, or is it... Where did you fire? It could be wherever you want. Oh, well, then obviously... Okay, then it's off to my left. Okay, yeah. Okay, so I'm just running past it. Yep. Gaping hole the size of a manhole cover. And... Is it sealing up? Not really. I was just curious if it... If anything, it's sloughing open and kind of, uh, you know, pieces of it are sloughing off and it's getting wider. I wonder if I'm actually helping it. Yeah, I'm going to fire at the, at the roof or the ceiling this time. Okay. Not directly over my head, thank you very much, just to be clear. I'm not That's that fine. I figured you were smarter stupid. than that. Yeah, um, just as I was not firing directly at my feet when I fired on the, on the floor. Okay, plus exactly. one... Plus two. As hostile. Plus three! Ha ha! Okay. Oh, nice. Plus three, so that's plus eight. Thank you! And weapon is plus three, so that is plus eleven for whatever he's... Oh, shit. Take that, mother. You will answer to the god I serve! Couldn't think of anything clever. And... Adam, is it just you seeing scary? The membrane is just blown open, as though it were under tremendous pressure. Huge, ragged chunks of it peeling away, flying off into the blackness beyond. A blackness which contains tightly packed, spiraling galaxies of translucent blue-green fractal forms. A very familiar arrangement. Oh, shit. You saw these, Ezra, when you first were looking for Echo. When you went scrying for her, these are what peered at you and tried to spear down into your brain. Oh. When you 
looked into the never-never at the orchard. These are the same tendrils you saw outside the Gila Flats Penitentiary in the never-never. This is what David laid waste to with his weapon. Oh, this Adam, sons of bitches. This Adam is what was plunged into the jellyfish-like thing that was controlling or possessing the sea monster and which you hooked onto with your hook. And took a ride. There's a whole mass of these things, all self-repeating, packing onto each other, forming more and more order as they reach toward a center where something that is definitely not an eye, but is still definitely watching you, lies. Ah, sons of bitches. Finally face to face. Motherfucker! Let me know when it's my turn. Tell you what, go ahead and roll alertness, because it sounds like you guys have malice in mind. Should be fun with my one fate point. <laughs> well, I, I was just... Spend, a, I had to spend yeah, a no. whole bunch to not lose the uh, bandana. Well, I was just positing one simple thing. What if the thing we were standing on was the Casa de Niantic? All the organic bits and pieces and everything. And... I was trying not to think about that. I didn't <laughs> want to put voice to that. Three, two, okay. one. Took us three, and two, one. Okay, Ezra 3, David 2, and Adam 1. Put Iria there as well. And the Kastadan Yantik. Its body shakes and heaves around you. Let's see. David, I think you've most accrued its ire. Or aroused its ire, I should say. Okay. Being a holy champion of the innocent as you are. Take a fate point for this complication. Oh, hell. Okay. Oh, you don't have to. You can turn it down. It'll you come can in handy, off so... the complication. No, nah, it'll come in handy, so I'll take it. As the entire building-like structure folds in and down, trying to crush you into the substrate. So... Okay. You're looking at... Oh, that's not too bad. That's a mere eight-shift attack. Fuck! Okay. I'm praying. Oh, conviction as defense. Yep. I still hope he can hear you out here. Well, that's why... on the sparrow, motherfucker. (laughs) That's one reason why I wanted to make sure I took the cross with me. Okay. That reminds me. Am I to understand... And I didn't think of this till just now, which I'm a little annoyed about. I do understand that you were saying this has become a physical thing. It was momentarily. Oh, it's not anymore. Perhaps it could be again. Because if it is, I'm going to stab the hell out of this ground with it. You would have been noticing if you were dragging around a giant. Well, yeah, that's why. Well, yeah, that's why yep. I was. Okay, plus three on the dice. Nice. Okay. So my conviction is plus six already. So now it's plus nine. That's a tie. You're going to want to beat this. Okay. I'm assuming that since you said that, I am allowed to use fate points even though we determined what... Okay. Um, all right, then I'm going to... Can I say something real quick? Go. Didn't you say it was a plus eight attack coming in? Mm-hmm. And he made oh, a plus nine. Oh, you got nine. a nine. I got a nine. Thank you. Yes. Um, oh, good. Good. Okay, so I'm still going to use a fate point and tag holy champion of God, motherfucker, as a plus two and uh, make that plus eleven... This is only your defense. Oh, 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 then never mind. I thought, I forgot. Okay, I'm not going to spend a fate point. I'll just leave it at nine. Hey, Ezra. All right, I'm pissed off. This thing's been messing with me for some time now. 
trying to get mm-hmm. in my head. Uh, I'm stepping up. Nine shift evocation. Air. Um, just mm-hmm. pure sonic attack. Yeah, so attacking it. Nine weapons. I just get up there and like, shout out, there's a new sheriff in town, motherfucker! <laughs> and just defiantly jabbing the, uh, angrily jabbing the wand at the direction of the eye. Just letting a thunderous burst go and beam of concentrated sound waves right at it. Is the plan. Alright, so that's a six. I needed a nine. That's a six. Uh, I need a nine to cast. I need a nine to control it. I'm going to let the other three bleed out in the fallout Mm -hmm. into the environment. Uh, Don't really care about the environment around here, huh? That is exactly right. (laughs) 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 The building was on fire and it wasn't my fault. Doesn't matter when it's an evil building. So it's still a six shift attack against it and then three shifts of damage going into the environment. Which is still it, I think. Yep. A number of reaching tendrils recoil away from you. You can feel the scream in your head more than hear it. And the bone platform, which was already shaking and sliding, disintegrates there are perhaps some immediate concerns about the environment. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. That means the little headband disintegrates too, right? It means the magic that was in it is uh, is dispelled. Yeah, burned up a little bit of her life essence there. Got it. I'm firing at the ceiling again. There really isn't any ceiling left. Oh. You Aim. could move off to the side and, and market that. All right, I'll what do that then. What you're looking at is it densely packed mass of raw casted on Yantic stuff. Aim for the Nada Eye. Casted on Yantic is what it is. Alright, I'll aim for... Aim for the Nada Eye. Okay. My blast still hit it, by the way? I'm sorry. Yes, there were a number of tendrils reaching down towards you. They... Oh, okay, I didn't know. Back. I thought that was... Yeah. I thought that was the uh, fallout. No, the shelf disintegrating underneath you, causing okay. David to be, you know, tumbling down. Okay, fair enough. And everyone else. Got it. David or me? All of you. You guys were all on this bone ledge. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if David made it. I thought he was still in the scab. I just shoot the motherfucker, David. I did. Okay. I oh. shot. Um, <laughs> There's a new aspect for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't get any help from the dice, so I'm at plus five. I'm going to use a fate point to tag Holy Champion of God. Make that plus seven. I'm also going to spend another fate point to ignore its defenses. Mm. And I'm going to spend one more fate point. I don't know if you'll let me get away with this, but I'm going to propose it anyway. And uh, just... I'm going to tag marked by evil to see if I get some kind of insight where I'm where I'm going to shoot. Oh, yes. brilliant. <laughs> I am going to make you pay for that, but you use it. Okay, so that's going to be, I believe... What did I say? I had plus five starting out, and I'm using three. Uh, so that's plus nine. Eleven. Well, it's plus nine, and then I'm I'm ignoring any of its defenses. So that gives us how much total? Including the weapon damage? Mm-hmm. Twelve. I would say that the god of the Israelites would definitely be strongly opposed to something from outside the universe intent on devouring creation. 
So that's a plus one. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. So that's 13 at this point. Aren't you glad you have such a kind and benevolent GM? <laughs> I'll call you kind wow. and benevolent once I think or learn what you're doing to make me pay for the mark of evil usage. <laughs> this ain't my first ro- rodeo, as you're fond of saying. <laughs> oh, you'll find out. <laughs> I may so, be losing a daughter. As you are... Don't think of it as losing a daughter. Think of it as gaining an eternity of torture. As you are tumbling down through the air and you fire, this thing's spiritual tendrils, whatever they are... Let's see, how many disciples were there? Twelve. Of them stab down through the mark on your shoulder. Ow. Pinning you in mid-air, but you are stabilized by that enough to get the shot off. At the same time, though, you guys see David whisked upward (laughs) until he is before this thing, right in the center of its gaze. Adam, you're falling. Okay. Is there any way that I could grab onto the bone? Or is that completely disintegrated? Give me an athletics roll. Plus four. You've got a jagged shard of crumbling bone in your hand. All right. Tuck and roll until I get to, well, solid-ish ground, then I know exactly what I'm doing. So you're not staying where you were by grabbing the bone? Um, ideally what I want to do, and this requires me being able to throw something. So hanging on to it and dangling from it ain't going to work. Oh, okay. I misunderstood your intention. Go on. Yeah. Basically, I want to rip a chunk of bone off. Done. And I know I'm going to take the seven stress box hit, but I'm boosting my might all the way up again. Mm -hmm. So that gives me plus 12, and I am going to launch this thing right at the eye. So let's call that weapons, by which I do not mean guns. Right. Okay, so in that case, that's plus four, so that goes up to plus ten. Grand total of twelve. Wow. That's twelve to hit, right? That's twelve to hit. I have no idea what the damage of this thing would be. I'd call it like a... Well, it's a big chunk of nasty bone. I'd call that like weapon two. Okay. Man. Okay. That goes sailing up past David and fearing the thing right at its center of attention where it's gazing at you. Iria is trying to climb up to get to David, trying to free him, and that brings us to Ezra. So Ezra, there's the golem on the ground having just about torn apart his arm to heave a chunk of this thing's creation or body up into it. David is impaled, and before the Kastadon Yantik, uh, there is no veil between him and the Wheel of Fire. Iria is fighting a losing battle, trying to climb up toward this thing to get him free. I've done this before. I am going to put a maneuver. Do a maneuver. Mm-hmm. I want to put the uh, aspect lightning-powered. On my boy Adam right there. Mm-hmm. It's worked in the past against this thing. Hopefully it'll work again. Let's just do basic 
five shifts. So it's a three point, and it should last for three exchanges if it goes off proper. Okay. And I can... It's just a one mental stress for me there. Adam! Spark it up! Yeah, I'll do it. Five out of five. Yeah, I think that should work. While he's struggling, I whip the old silver glittery wand Mm -hmm. in his direction, sending a coursating band of lightning towards him, hitting his metal chain, flowing into his body. I'm assuming making his Kabbalistic signs all flare neat and cool. Mm -hmm. Ozone's filling the air. Mm -hmm. And I I, I like to think that he's still got like, he's just like arcing with electricity while it's uh, going on. A human dynamo. And? You can tag that for free there, Adam. And it's uh, that's for three exchanges, right? Yep, three exchanges. Tag it once for free and elsewise, elsewise. Gotcha. So, the Costadiontic. Uh. Multiple overlapping spears through you, David. Jabs one of these things into your side. Like, right through you. That's very symbolic. Yeah, I was going to say. You could... Well, you could do just about anything that you can think of. What I'm looking at at the moment would be just... Man, I don't know, like athletics as a defense. Or what is it for just basic toughness? Endurance, Endurance, I would think. Yeah, as a defense. But I'm open to... You can do what you like. You are pinioned by this thing, but your arms and legs are free. Well... I am going to... You know what? Wait, I'm defending. That is not going to help me. You can attack. I yeah, but it'll only, be, it'll be only be working to defending it, and I'd rather save this for when I'm actually going to be able no, to No, no, you can, do atta- you can do attack as defense to do damage. You can just take what it's going to do to you. What? Okay, how much are we looking at? Uh, it's a inhuman beast. A devourer of worlds. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm not going to... No. You know what? Yes, I am. As long as you're going the symbolism, I'm going to go for it for the hilt. I am taking whatever this thing's got to give me. I am pointing the gun, point-blank range, touching the... pressing the barrel into this thing, and firing. (laughs) Okay. You could certainly tag the aspect point-blank range. I was going to, so I'm glad you suggested. <laughs> okay. You my name is the Lord. <laughs> that's a plus one on the dice, so that's plus six. I am going to tag point-blank range with a fate point, and I'm going mm-hmm. to use my final fate point to ignore any defenses. ha. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's only plus seven, but and it's not... Oh, wait, plus eight because of purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And actually, I'm going to argue that point blank could be a freebie. Yes, So is. Okay, so actually, I'm going to use my final fate point to tag Holy Champion of God for another mm-hmm. plus two. So now we're looking at ten because I had the minus from the dice. Right. Thank you, dice. So ten points and ignoring its defenses. Yes. Oof. Unfortunately, that taps me out. I'm out of fate points, and I may be dead after. What happens to David will haunt the rest of you for the rest of your lives, you know. Oh, Jesus. However long that may be. When it is done with him, which is 
over shockingly fast. The outsider, leaking clouds of itself, draws backward at an angle you did not know was there before, but now will never be able to forget the presence of, shrieking and leaving portions of itself behind. It flees the blossoming light that David has become. Iria screams, reaching out. David, as the light is surrounding you and a tremendous sense of peace, you see Iria reaching out towards you, trying to pull you back. She's trying to grasp your hand. Her hand is almost in reach of yours. Hmm, okay. I will try to take it. You grab a hold of it. The peace, the light. You finally understood everything that was going on. What happened with your wife? That was beautiful. It was part of the plan, and now you understand. But the moment you grasp her hand, that's gone. All of the pains of the world return a thousandfold stronger for their freshness and their brief absence. The stench of decay is strong. There's a uh, waves of fever heat washing over you, and everything is flaking, peeling, and where bone is revealed, rotting with the occasional crack as it shatters just from decay. Small writhing forms, unpleasantly human in aspect, are spilling from pustules everywhere, dying on contact with the befouled air of this place. The three of you are gathered around in a kind of low pit that's been formed by the ongoing destruction. Iria has to carry David. We're out of combat. What are you guys doing? Did we kill it or just drive it off? I don't think we drove it off for long. Define long in a place like this. Good point. We've driven it off before after excessive massive damage. I think the thing's got a little more cowardly than we give it credit. Well, I don't think it expected us to hurt it. Jesus. David, what the hell happened to David? I think, I think the price was a little bit too high. Am I conscious? Yes. The light of his god was on him. I think yeah, I made the wrong choice. Shut up. Your daughter would say no. You made the right one. He is not long for this world, and we may not be either. We have to find a way out. I snarl. Just kind of look at David as like, if you die... I am never forgiving you. You are not leaving Oh, we're your not ch- done here. You are not... You are not leaving your child alone. She's not alone, shit. Don't give me that shit. You haven't what converted you me yet, remember? We are not done. Do you wish to pursue not- the beast? What we came here for, wasn't it? She looks they- up at just the fathomless blackness. I am you with wanna, you. You want to figure out how to chase it? There's big chunks of it everywhere here. I say picking up a chunk of it. Yeah, which is like twitching and spasming in your hands. Here, hold that for me. (laughs) (laughs) David, blows your nose and you want to keep it? David, if you die, I swear to God that I will raise your daughter to be just like me. (laughs) That's that's the best threat I can... Bravo, if I could give you one of my fate points, sir, I would do that. Take a fate point, Ezra, for Coyote as my co-pilot. Damn you. I know what Adam wants to do. Oh. So we're all in agreement that this body, this cancerous, 
humorous thing that we're standing on is the Casta Dynantic, right? Certainly part of it. Nope, the thing from orbit is the only way to be sure. I still have lightning charging through me, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Wonderful. I grab all four of the earthen packs that I have left because I know it didn't like these. Smash (laughs) them all and smash straight down. I am doing Hulk smash. (laughs) Hulk smash! And I'm boosting my might one more time too. I'm probably gonna lose my arm after this one. That's several that's, the... that's several free invokes you get there. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Are you taking the severe con or excuse me, the extreme consequence of missing arm? If my stress. I know. If my arm comes off from this from doing this, so be it. That's up but to I you. Would... I would at least like to get the punch off before my arm pops off at the shoulder. Obviously. If that's all right. But yes, I I will take it and, well, hell, I'll just have to slot another one. Okay, that's eight stress then. Mark down extreme consequence one arm. That's permanent. That that changes an aspect on you. Just call me Grendel. There's your aspect. Uh, what's the What's the visual effect here of all this energy which this thing does not like, combined with your powerful blow. Well, I'm picturing the earth magic. Since I'm losing the arm anyway, I'm picturing the clay and everything on the... You finally get to see the framework that Adam is built on. The old brass wood inlay skeleton with the Kabbalah symbols and all the alphabets <laughs> on it. You Fancy literally Ray Hayerhausen. Yeah, kind of. But, I mean, you see the clay melt down and just kind of solidify in the fist with a core of lightning, thanks to Ezra. And when this thing impacts into the fleshy ground, it's like the stone shoots off in a hundred different directions. It's these uh, barbed, serrated shards literally tearing the flesh as it just saws through gristle and bone, both flat out area-wise and straight down along with electricity tracing along each of the stretches. This blasts huge portions of it away. You drop down into that substrate that you found earlier. The lightning sears open the level below that, so you pass through these flaking and collapsing cavities that reek of tooth decay and through something not unlike a network of blood vessels and lung tissue to find yourself a kind of a a low cone of rugose flesh which is it's disintegrating as you watch large tendrils are extending out from this and through some weird trick of perspective you see several places that you recognize one is the prison that lies south of isla del oro this huge thing that was built around the turn of the century as a uh, confinement center for the mentally insane, this like black brooding monolithic structure seen from above it is quite clearly the seal of Solomon, the star of David, echoed in smaller form by the towers that surround it one of these tendrils is uh, latched onto that. It's spasming and falling apart, but you can see where it was connected. Another is wound around a giant tree that sprouts up with its roots around a very familiar cathedral 
atop one of the highest hills in Isla do Oro. Others move out to a, a hospital that you recognize and, oh, the Swansea facility. These are the things, connections to Earth, spasming and falling apart, but still connected for a moment to your world, the world of the elements. We got a gateway home! Iria looks at you, Ezra. Wizard, do we return to brace for its return, or do we pursue the beast to its lair? It's wounded. I say we go after it. I am with you. She clasps your hand firmly and looks at you, Adam, and at you, David. Go. We will return if we are able. Take care of him. I swore a blood oath to see the thing's blood leech out in front of me. If she's going, I have to go with. You're going to need my gun. Are you holding it out to him? Yep. Or are you saying that, like, I'm coming with you? Well, um, if I am not mistaken, I am in no shape to come with them because I'm, I can't even walk. Well, you're being supported, but you can do amazing things when properly motivated. Like the threat of Ezra raising your daughter. Well, he's going off into the depths beyond the universe, it sounds like. Yeah, I'll plan on dying. Yeah, you know what? It has precedent. I give him the gun. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Just make sure you only use it for the purpose for which it was designed. Give who the gun? I'll take yeah. that, thank you. Nope, I'm giving it to, uh, oh. I'm giving it to Adam. Uh, I'm looking at David going, I, sh- I don't believe. I mean, are you sure? Shut up and take the gun. I didn't believe either. Maybe what's important is if God believes in you, Adam. There's a huge spasm. David nods. The one connected to Swansea just disintegrates completely. I damn you right here and now for putting such a beautiful thought in my head, you son of a bitch. You're welcome. I lift David up with the one arm. The other one I'm just picturing is with no clay, there's no motive force. It's just dangling like a skeleton arm by his side. So I lift David up, just kind of try to keep him on my shoulder. Mm Mm-hmm. So let's see, the gun works like this, right? And I aim at the central mass where all these tendrils are coming out, connecting to our world. So between your own feet? Yeah, pretty much. Because I figure if we cut that off, son of a bitch can't make it back to Earth, now can it? And? Pull the trigger. While holding David? Yeah, while holding David. And keeping him with you? He's staying with if anything, this should, like, open up another path, possibly, to get to that thing. Uh, it sounded like his whole thing was giving up the mission. Yeah, I was... Uh, yeah, passing was, the mission on to you so that he could return. That is what Earth. it sounded like to me. That's what I was... Yeah, because... Right, you, well, I look at him as, like, you want to return to Earth? Is that what you want? I'm just gonna slow you down at this point. When I get back, I had better find you with your daughter, keeping my bookstore safe. You can laugh. That was a joke. And yet, it's one I will take seriously. Son of a bitch. All right. Pick a gateway. We've got three left. Uh, what are the three we have? You've got one that goes to some sort of tree that seems to grow up through the cathedral, another that goes down to the prison, and then one to the hospital, the central hospital. Maybe the hospital would be the best bet for you. <laughs> nope. I'm going for the cathedral. Uh, how'd I fucking know? Go. 
I kind of toss his body in there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then pull the trigger? Yes. Gotcha. So, aftermath. It, it is getting well yeah, past Yeah, it's time well past yes. time, so... Yeah. Sorry. No, no, this has been awesome. This has been... Out of a good place to stop. <laughs> okay. Yes, absolutely. I was thinking of one closing scene, but I agree. I think this is the best place to leave it. All right, guys. That's oh. it. So now I that's get... <laughs> I've essentially written myself out. Now i got to figure out what the hell... No. That's it. That's our campaign. We're done. Oh, shit. What? Oh, shit. That closes out Mortal Coils, our Dresden Files campaign. Serious? Yeah. We've got the three of you going off into the spaces beyond the universe to harry the Custodon Yantic, hunt it to the last of its essence and being. That's a cosmic struggle that we, we couldn't do justice to that. Okay, fair enough. All right. Okay, I'll give you that. It's your characters now have become some eternal aspect of the universe or of the cosmic balance that lies beyond the universe. Oh, okay. So we did actually drive it off and save the world. Okay. Yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, good God, if I'd known the campaign, I may not... No, I'm just kidding. I, actually, I'm happy with what my choice was. And we have uh, David, who nearly martyred himself having been returned by by the grace of God and divine intervention to Earth and the only one to have done so. So, yeah. Me and my buddy Coyote going to hunt monsters. All right. So that's it. There's something philosophical about it. Did end with the Big Bang. Yeah. Go fight. Well, I'm just thinking about the philosophical ramifications of the Golem, the creature created by man's hubris man acting as God, all of a sudden becoming the one who saves the champion of God and receives mm -hmm. the weapon in turn. <laughs> yeah. That's fucked up. That's a very good, <laughs> very good cycle to closure there. And okay, give me I a like couple that. minutes, buddy. We're almost done. <laughs> I got a beat! Yeah. <laughs> awesome, I like guys. the, the arc uh, with Ezra's character, too. So, yeah. um, yeah. Daughter, I... what? I guess we get that much action for enough to miss that at some point, but nobody. <laughs> That's true. We're never going to find resolution to that. We're never going to. Oh, well, maybe. <laughs> well, there is the possibility of you know uh, another story at some point in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got a lot of framework for something like that. Next game, you play the daughter. It's a real possibility. Thank you very much, guys. A good awesome. dramatic conclusion. I'm glad that kind of pulled around to that. And uh, brought us some interesting closure. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Set it up for a awesome. sequel, too. Yep. And I have a feeling, if I know our listeners, what, however, however, however few we still have at this point, that uh, they're not going to let us get off that easily. By the time all these have posted, <laughs> this actually works out kind of well, because by the time all these will have posted, we will have had plenty of time to do other things and be like, ooh, I think we may be ready for another foray into these guys' lives or their descendants. Absolutely. Or something so, else. Yeah. All so, right, gents. Go in peace. Cool. Have a good night. Yeah. May, may the force be with you. <laughs> and may Umbleep of the Seven Moons light your way.
have it. The final session of our Dresden Files campaign. Which, by the way, if you have not gotten the Dresden Files game from Evil Hat Productions yet, what the hell are you waiting for? It's not new anymore, but it's still good. So, go get it. I don't think it was new when we started this, actually, but it is definitely not new now. In fact, now they've got Dresden Files Accelerated, which uses the Fate Accelerated engine. And although I haven't read that book, I do know that Fate Accelerated is an awesome variant of Fate. So I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb and recommend that one as well. That's for if you want to play Dresden Files, but the page count is intimidating. This is a slimmed down in terms of page count as well as rules version of the game. So, what is next for Monkeys Took My Jetpack? I don't know. There are several directions we could go in, and I'm not sure which one we're taking. I know there will be a Monkeys Took My Jetpack issue number 75. I just don't know what's going to be in it. Now, it might be a bit of a while before it gets to you, because I'm going to be without access to a computer from June 4th to June 18th. So the next issue is either going to be before June 4th or after June 18th. And given the time at which this is being recorded, I seriously doubt I'll have the next issue ready by June 4th. But maybe. You never know. You never know. So bear those parameters in mind, and be on the lookout, because something's coming. I don't know what it is, but it is gonna be great. This is Blank Geek, thanking you so much for listening to Monkeys Took My Jetpack, and reminding you that your imagination is just like a jetpack. You've got to keep it fired up, and always let it soar. Hello. Hello. Okie doke. Okie doke. Have fun. Have fun with that. It is, it is what we do well, in Russia. Okay. But Linda is a nut job and I'm not going on any dates. <laughs> uh, I didn't even check. I just saw that the conversation was open. Is, is it just... Is it j- well, I was talking, I'm pretty sure, to Thunderstep. I thought it was Thunderstep, unless it was you I was writing on since, too. No, it wasn't me. Okay. I just got... I just logged on here. So why it isn't... It puts the lotion in the basket. There it he is. this whenever it's bold. All right, I'm just checking. It puts All the right. lotion on its skin or else it hose the gits again. Gits. You ever see the song for that? The song for Silence of the Lambs? No, no. But I had to took... see it because it was silent. It was nothing but you know, they were just holding <laughs> exactly. up cue cards. Yeah. It was a <laughs> shop just holding up cue cards. Fucking sheep. Uh, yeah, it's all no, right. some, somebody took somebody... anything. Look, exactly. that was one time and I was drunk, okay? No. <laughs> <laughs> and they now, but they've been nervous around you ever since. That's the sad thing.
Do they call me Al the Bridge Builder? No. Or, or, or were they following you? I can't. I couldn't decide which. It was hard to tell. <laughs> they were either... good Scott, someone will tell you if you want to shag a sheep, you bring it up to the edge of the cliff. That way it pushes back harder. Oh, God. <laughs> you never heard that before? I have not, and I kind of wish I hadn't still. Oh, man. Hang on a second. Hang on. I'll be... No, actually, I'll just mute. I'll be back. Okay. Okay, so the only one we're missing is uh, Josh and uh, and Miss Josh Josh and Roll. Uh, is Miss Bambi going to be joining us, or was that a one-time thing? That was a one-time. Oh, thing. Oh, okay. Because so I mean, we're stopping off in Isildoro, and it so happened that all the monster ghosts were converging on you. Oh, okay. Thanks to your touched by evil aspect. Oh, is that what that was all about? Okay. That's what that was all about. I was not clear on that. Okay, I will do that. I will take that fate point. You'll take it and you'll like it. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you think sheep farmers wear Velcro on their gloves? Um, Sheep can hear a zipper a mile away. Hey. (laughs) Good God. Oh, that's nothing. That's nothing. So how are you doing, gentlemen? Ooh, um... Pretty good. Not so great, but I'm doing a lot better now. No, dare I ask? Oh, it's nothing. I just... A whole bunch of shit in my body is all fucked up, and, like, it's all acting up today. It just kind of all picked today to complain at me. Ah. I hate it when it happens. You know, I understand. To a limited extent. Yesterday was just one of those fucking days. Hmm. It was, like, a, uh, bleh. it was a total clusterfuck. It was a total clusterfuck, yes. Yeah. I, that almost was the trailer end line, by the way, and until I found <laughs> the thing where that I used, but that was going to be it. That was a lot of fun. And Just then it was, and then it was going to be the line when that you that I used to introduce you in the cast, where you know, Trilobites, our GM, it's a total clusterfuck. But <laughs> that is the truth. But then I liked the one where I thought Trilobite is the GM. I liked him before he sold out. I thought so. I, I used that instead. It's a lot of fun listening to those because it's been uh, yeah what more than a year. Yeah, uh, almost yeah a little like just just over it. Well, no, actually now it's December. Math genius. Yeah, so it's over. A, that, that was directed at me, not you. Um, don't don't think about oh, no, it too dude. far. Like I said. <laughs> I'm in the I'm in the bottom 38th percentile of Americans when it comes. To that. <laughs> That's a scary place to be. That's like there are worms better at math than that. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's uh, these. This was from August 6th, I believe, or August 8th, somewhere mm-hmm. in there of last year. So yeah, it's been. So it's kind of it's neat to see how how far things have have come. What? Damn you, people! What? No, not you people. <laughs> what do you mean, you people? I mean, white people. Uh, I often damn white people as well. Like, your pale, nay, translucent skin sickens me as it does all right-thinking sentience. <laughs> not only that, you have way too many fingers on the ends of those bony rods. It's gross. It's like a couple of starfish stuck on a coat hanger. Not it's only disgusting. that, but we also have way too much guilt for our own good. Blade. What the hell did we do now? Guilt blade. Yes, <laughs> guilt blade, I know what, that. But... What the hell was I doing before... Oh, I was going to get my character out so I could add the fate point that you so generously gave me. 
Yes. Okay. All right, I must go. have missed that. Yeah. Because the reason we had all the shit coming down on us from the last session was because of my ah, marked by sorry. evil aspect. So that's which we may want to. Yes. We may want to make that. Um, what the hell? Hold on. Oh, I'm already in the folder. <laughs> I'm trying to get to the folder, and I'm already in it. There we go. Hmm. I meant to ask you, uh, Al, before today. Yes. I, I think I might have screwed something up on my character sheet. Okay. So, because just last time... Well, no, I mean, once we got like the last significant milestone... Uh, mm -hmm. I shift, shifted some stuff around, and I somehow bumped my might up to fantastic, which is like the plus six. Right. And I don't even know if that's kosher. No, we talked all about that, and it's all good. Yeah, Al right. ignores the uh, whole pyramid columns thing. Okay. Because it's I, too hard for people. It, right, works, I, it, it's, it, may, it works in our favor, although it really skews some of the balancing really quickly. But I ain't complaining because it works to my benefit, so... <laughs> Well, I mean, I just, I just didn't want to come off as metagamer or power gamer. You know. No, no, it's all good. Oh, you've already no. done that, sir. This is just icing on I the... Up no, I'm spell totally kidding. And stuff, so, you, know, hey. you are not making a game... You are not making a game made of smaller games, and you are also not min-maxing your character, so we're good. All right. I just don't want to come off as Superman among, like, anyone else. <laughs> Well, you know, he never made any money. No. Yeah. Saving the world from Solemn and or Grundy. <laughs> I had the weirdest discussion with somebody the other day. Uh, Superman, I, Superman, yes, I know you know. Man of Steel, Woman of Kleenex. Yes, that is a great essay. <laughs> yeah. Except well, it's totally inaccurate and not relevant to anything past Silver Age. But hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, wait. Okay. Now, wait. Okay. Now, wait a minute. Now, how he still got his powers let's, let's from the sun over the course of the next several hours? I will talk <laughs> about it for hours. I will debate you. Let me. It's I'm no. I want. Well, I just want the short it's version because warning. Okay, number one. If Superman can punch a uh, a bad guy without breaking his skull, then he can have sex with a human woman. Okay. Without without tearing her apart. I can stand by. Um, also, well, Kryptonians also, at least post-Silver Age, Kryptonians get their power from the yellow sun, but it takes several years of absorption before it kicks in. So a new, a fetal Kryptonian-human hybrid would not would not be able to punch its way out of the uterus. The uterus, okay. I can, I can, let's get down to brass tacks. I can get... Can I, about, what about red kryptonite giant sperm? That I would don't be, even want to go into that. That'd be crazy. Um, that's one the of one the things thing, that comes up. Yeah, the, the one thing I wanted to point out simply awesome. was, uh, from a biological standpoint, yes, he may be able to control his own physical responses, but once the certain peak has been passed, at least in humans, it's known as the point of no return. Yeah, and there's... He cannot, just, just... He cannot control, and no man can control, the strength of his own ejaculate. Superman can. Which basically means that... <laughs> Superman can. <laughs> the Candyman can. That's right. Yeah, they're also controlled. He can sh compress can... his spine to be about three inches shorter while being Clark Kent. I'm pretty sure 
He's got that some pretty, shoots pretty, miniature versions of themselves out of his hands at one point in time. Again, really yes, this is also... This... <laughs> he can take the S off his shirt and throw it at Kalmanander Blimblom. Shut the fuck up. Whatever his name is. <laughs> or he can hard. reach out and just snap his neck. You go too far. Those are his two choices. The sulfate yeah. S. We shall not speak Man, of that. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Mr. Cellophane should have been his name. Mr. <laughs> oh, God. He, he could hang out with Plastic Man. <laughs> and Plastic rubber, rubber Band. I have not thought of that song, in, and I was perfectly happy. That's about two weeks, because a guy at work was singing it. Yeah. Oh, that guy was me. <laughs> So. Alright, anyway, the, the question I was going to pose to you, Josh, since you're you're the authority on Superman and stuff. I, I, don't, I wouldn't say authority, but I do You, know Josh. Part you, uh, part Josh. Yes. Superman versus Captain Marvel, i.e. Shazam. Been done. I was really hoping that was going to go with Crunch. It was done in uh, <laughs> Kingdom Come. Captain Marvel wins uh, because uh, the, ma nope. the magic... Just Magic gives yeah. him the edge. I remember that fight. I remember that fight in Kingdom Come. And I yeah. just, yeah. Um, I mean that's that's the canon answer, just because that's already been done. Uh, the real answer is they wouldn't fight. Yeah, they're buddies. They they both, they're both they're both like problems. the nice. They're both like what? the two nicest guys in the DC. Yeah, but what about you know, what about? classic comic book rules in yeah. that the first time two heroes meet they have to beat the actually, shit out of each other. They actually fought in the uh, they actually fought in the uh, Justice League Unlimited cartoon as well. And I they did! I, I think it was a draw but but Captain Marvel won the moral victory because he said how disappointed he was in Superman for, for basically picking a fight because all he wanted to do was help. Superman, Batman, Superman is being a bit of a jealous uh, knob. Which goes with which which was a long, that goes along with a extended plot why Superman was starting to have what, what a, comes close to a nervous breakdown. But Captain Marvel know, but... also for a long time was more popular than Superman mm -hmm. through most of the forties and fifties. Well, I mean, Wisdom of Solomon. Also, Captain Marvel, uh, Elvis, big Captain Marvel fan, which is why he wore the cape with lightning bolts and all that. Really. Elvis was a huge Captain Marvel fan. He was a huge Captain Marvel fan, especially towards the end. Yes. Oh, yeah, no, you were the one that posted the the one essay on the tribal shields where they have the phantom on them. Yeah, that threw me off. That was pretty that was pretty wicked. If you have no idea what we're talking about, apparently don't the worry. Phantom is apparently very popular still in Australia. That's because the phantom kicks major ass. I know he does. I, I wish they. And apparently, would... there's this tribe in uh, I want to say it was like New Guinea or something, but basically they it basically started off as part of a cargo cult, where you know when GIs were there in World War II and they like shared their Phantom comics with the the natives. And they thought the Phantom was wicked awesome because he was a silent hunter in the middle of the jungle like they were. The ghost so they started who walks. they started painting the Phantom on their shields to you know gain some of his strength. Hmm. Cool. Much easier than eating his heart. It's just weird seeing these pictures of like the you know, you know natives and full tribal gear with the long wooden shields with like leaf all the fancy painted on it. <laughs> and it's not like like tribaled up or anything. That is like 
That is the phantom. Like it if just only someone had shared stardust with them. Oh God. Or bath salts. Why the two would be about the same. <laughs> oh, okay. I see if I can find the link now. I go back to Google. Oh. Yeah, so I'm dealing. Just... Oh, go ahead. So I was late. I just finished watching Prometheus, like right before I came on here. Did you get a chance to see the, I guess it's a director's cut or He's something, a bad which mother. starts off with the TED Talk and has some other scenes? Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah, it might be on the disc. My, I'm borrowing, borrowing it from my brother. He, it might be on the disc he gave me. That'd be, that'd that'd be the one I would recommend because it the tells you what kind of film in you're in for. I didn't mind the, I didn't mind the Prometheus. It just it was all right. I'm not really that's that heavily better. invested in the Alien franchise yeah. to make to get really upset about it. Same here. No, it just makes it a better film. I'll to- God damn it, stop that, whoever that is. <laughs> I will do my best to stop sniffing. I'm sorry. Um, it just makes it a better film in general, I think, because it kind of sets it up where you're like, oh, okay, this is a film about ideas. And then there's another scene. But we don't want to see a film with ideas. We want to see aliens kicking ass whole... or getting their asses kicked. It's got a pretty yeah, heavy. You don't get it's that. Got... No, it's got a pretty heavy theme about creators and their the created. You know. If I wanted that, I'd watch Star Trek. <laughs> no, yeah. it's not not an action film by any means. Oh uh, well, see, no, it is not. Yeah, I enjoyed it though. Yeah, so did I. It's just they marketed it. It totally differently. Yeah, it's from the marketing. It looks like it's going to be like, well, like one I was of the kinda alien upset movies. with the kind of nihilistic ending. I think they shouldn't have tied it to the yeah, alien franchise at all. Just, yeah, if they just made it not an aliens movie, I think it would have been great. Yeah, and I get the feeling that Ridley Scott may have just been pressured into making an aliens tie-in because I know for a long time he was dithering on whether or not it was going to be an aliens prequel. I get the feeling he got pressured into it. Well, yeah, it's it's just supposed to like how they put it like it's shares some of the same DNA. I think was how one of the people put it. Which yeah, is fine with me. Yeah. I thought the like so the ending was kind of nihilistic, and I was like, eh, I'm kind of hoping for more than that. But you know, that itself is a message, not the mm-hmm. message I really liked. But you know, obviously he was there was something being said there. It's it's one of those things where. I think like the books and the novels and stuff expanded upon that universe better than the filmmakers ever could. There's a link to that Phantom uh, Shields thing. Cool. Take a look at that. I remember when Aliens vs. Predator, the comic book, the the series came out, and I loved that. I thought that was an awesome story. And then, you know, they tried to do it in film, and they completely screwed the pooch. Yeah, that was like a that was like Facebook the movie. Yeah, I did it sucked. It sucked so hard it blowed. Huh, that's awesome. Well, sucking and blowing, yes, those are both <laughs> yeah, cool, well, but yeah, you know. the uh, the whole shield thing, that's really cool. Yeah. It is neat. I know.
I love finding stuff like that. Cargo cults are the very best cults. Because cargo cults don't stop. Like the cargo cult party. Because cargo cult parties don't stop until everybody's dead. Wait, I don't think that's how that actually goes. <laughs> The Phantom. That's just, I love. And the pictures on the shields are awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I really have nothing to add. Yeah, there you go. I'm still annoyed about that book that I linked to. Which book's that? Why are you annoyed? Wait, did it go through? I was. I was oh, the, uh, it, through. it did go through. and ours in the Great Depression. Yeah. They want. How much do they want for it? They want twenty bucks. Yeah. Twenty bucks. Yeah. What the hell. For the one hundred forty-eight pages. One hundred forty-eight pages for twenty bucks. That doesn't seem too bad. It wouldn't uh, for me if it was a book, book, but a PDF. I don't know. Uh. I I'm actually. I didn't realize how. I didn't realize how the, how big the page count was. I was when I read the description. It said five tales. I thought, okay, that seems like it's probably going to be pretty small. Yeah. But 148 pages is not too terrible. For... They're well written. That's that's the thing. I'm looking at the comments. <laughs> no uh, views. No nothing. Yeah, discussion is the only thing I see. Hmm. Yeah, discussion great. Hmm. Is this a collection of previously released No Security Adventures or new material? Don't know. And, yeah, don't have an answer. I don't know. Oh, well. Not gonna get it. I'm thinking about getting Argyle and crew for something I could play with my daughter. It's, oh, uh, it's free or pay what you want him. right now. Bambi totally was going to set something up to play that for us, mm -hmm. and then uh, I guess it just didn't go through. But it's a fun-looking game. I yeah, got we, it, too, because like I said, it was like, pay what you want when I got it. We almost played it on gutter Skypes a while back, because uh, there was a night, a day where... Um, yeah, I heard that episode. Yeah, it was the, that was the, the storm. Hurry. That's right, yeah, we ended up rant listening to uh, Adam's... Uh, Hilarious stories. Yeah, yeah. The fire marshal. God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Creeping around on the ceiling with binoculars. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. I didn't listen to that one. It was, and, it was interesting. And why not? How dare you? Because I don't listen to the pure banter episodes, that's why not. <laughs> Speaking of things no one will ever listen to, you guys want to play some Dresden Files? <laughs> hey, I'm getting it done. I've done two episodes now, two sessions. We'll eventually get there. It'd be more something on my end than anything on your end. <laughs> I am not saying a goddamn thing. <laughs> Shut up. You want You don't want to say something about my end? Yeah, no. I like your end. I think it's a very Thank manly you. end. I work out. I will I will leave that end alone. Oh, all right. If you must. I'm married, I'm sorry. I finally and? broke down and watched an episode of My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. 
which so episode? Fun. The first one. Fun con. It's a fun show. It's it's fun, but I don't see what all the fuss is about. It's just a standard yeah, just, kids. No, there's no I, big deal, dude. It's just a good yeah. show. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 will, I will say this, and I know people will yell at me, especially you, Eric, about the whole Dresden's file thing. You know how you have to get past the first couple books in Dresden Files? You don't. Well, I actually I, liked the first I couple did. books I in did. Dresden I, Files. I, I like the first couple books, but I, you know, most people you hear them talk, they say, "Yeah, you got to get to about like book three, and then it really picks up." I did not all like the character first book. development is boring. Yeah, yeah, I know. No, all the boring stuff was boring. All right, well, anyway, <laughs> I like the first couple books, but hey, it's kind of the same thing with My Little Pony, though. Hmm. I would get past the first, you know, especially the first two-part episode, and then watch a couple episodes after that. Okay, I can do that. I mean, it was not nearly as I, I was expecting it to be just ultra girly. Yeah, and it was not. It, it reminded me of like what you see in a in the newer Disney movies, sort of. Except, yeah, it's just a halfway decent kid show. Though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was looking for pop culture references that would be above kids' heads because I'd heard that was in there, and I had didn't Oops. didn't. Nah, not Don't, really. Yeah, those really kick in in the second season. Ah, okay. That's that's where there was, well, that's where you really begin to see more fan service kicking in. <laughs> okay, well, I'll, I'll stick with it. Yeah, I mean, it, it was not, it was not like I said, it was not bad by any means. I was just like, oh, okay. Um, I was just, I was glad it wasn't. I thought it was gonna be like watching Rainbow Bright or something, and oh, it God. really, it wasn't. It was actually pleasant to watch. Yeah. Shut your mouth. But I'm talking about Rainbow Bright. We can <laughs> dig it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can deal with ponies and then my daughter tried watching like the littlest pet shop oh god I'd rather drink what was the way somebody put it rather drink kerosene and piss on a brush fire <laughs> well I alright then <laughs> yeah um very bad bad painful bad <laughs> speaking of things that are painfully bad let me try this again you guys want to do some Dresden Files yes we were okay now I gotta figure out on our which way which of those segues I'm going probably the first one actually because yeah anyway yes, yes. 